When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A gorgeous OnlyFans model is on the hot seat. Her live-in is dead. What does she have to do with it, if anything? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends at WSVN. A bloody Sunday killing inside a trendy Miami high-rise. I think everybody is in shock, actually, like, flabbergasted. The sparkling one Pariso condominium is where it got violent days ago. And now, a 27-year-old man is dead and his family is devastating. And more from our friend Sheldon Fox at WSVN. Police say they're still investigating with the help of the state attorney and medical examiner's office. Police were called around 5 o'clock Sunday to 3131 Northeast 7th Avenue in the apartment where the couple lived. It's where they found Obumselli gravely injured. He was rushed to Jackson where he died. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now about the sudden and unexpected death of a 27-year-old young man, Christian Amuseli. But first, to Charlie Langston, our friend and colleague joining us from DailyMail.com. She is editor of Female, F-E-M-A-I-L. Charlie, thank you for being with us. What can you tell me, first of all, about this luxury high-rise where the death occurred? I mean, it was, you know kind of a, a stunning setting. There are incredible views. It was, you know, very modern, very sleek, very expensive, but it turned into a shocking crime scene when pictures emerged of this OnlyFans model that you mentioned on the balcony, wearing a bra and covered in her boyfriend's blood. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me just take that in. Guys, we are talking about an OnlyFans model and Charlie, how would you describe OnlyFans? OnlyFans originally began as a paid-for subscription service where models could post risque content, um, you know, for a fee. It was a way for them to earn money. During the pandemic, it actually became incredibly popular with adult movie stars because the adult film industry shut down. And as a result, porn stars needed somewhere to post their content so that they could earn money. OnlyFans pretty much has no rules about the kinds of explicit nude content that you can publish. And as a result, it now has a reputation for being a very X-rated website. The majority of people, not all of the people, but the majority of people who post on OnlyFans have some kind of risque element to their posting. And that means that there is a slightly seedy undertone to the website in general. Charlie Langston, um, I think you're putting perfume on the pig right there, calling it risque. When I think of risque, I think of someone wearing maybe, I don't know, a picture uh, showing cleavage or maybe in a negligee. 
I would hardly compare OnlyFans to risque. That's not what it evokes in my mind. Could you be more blunt? There is lots of very sexually explicit content on there. And it ranges from what you just said, kind of more innocent photos of people wearing lingerie, right up to explicit videos of of people kind of performing acts of a sexual nature, nude photos, all kinds of things like that. And they usually, you know, are very kind of over the top. The way that they tease this content on other social media sites uses a lot of very adult emojis, if you will. Um, so I do think that the majority of people, when they think of OnlyFans, they think of it as being almost a kind of paid for porn website. Now, didn't I just read that the, the, the movie star Charlie Sheen's daughter, I think her name is Lola or Sam? Is on OnlyFans, yes. Which which daughter is it? Lola is on OnlyFans, okay. the 18-year-old. And then the mother? Yes, Denise Richards. I'm just letting that soak in for just a moment. Um, well, whatever it is, I know that this woman that you just described wearing a bra on the balcony and covered in blood has about 2 million followers. Is that right? Yes. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of followers. And a lot of money. Oh, really? Explain. Well, in order to gain access to her content, when you say 2 million followers, on OnlyFans, it's subscribers. They have to pay for the privilege, if you will, of accessing her content. Without paying a monthly or an annual subscription fee, they can't see anything that she posts. Now, of course, in the line of journalism, have you viewed her content? Uh, her page was taken down in light of everything that has happened. But we understand that, you know, it wasn't the most explicit content that was on OnlyFans, but there were a number of images that were of a fairly sexual nature. So let me get back to the money. Charlie Langston joining me uh, from DailyMail.com. She's editor of Female. Charlie, how much money are we talking about that she would bring in? Well, on average, subscription fees can go from anywhere from $5 a month up to $25 a month. But one of the places that OnlyFans stars make a lot of money is by offering tailor-made content to their subscribers. Well, wait a minute. Jackie, why are you shaking your head yes? Have you partaken of the tailor-made content? Journalistic integrity only, but it's basically virtual lap dances. Okay. Jackie, who claims it was for journalistic integrity, says that in her understanding it's virtual lap dances. What are we talking about, Charlie? It can really be anything. It is up to the OnlyFans creator what limit they put in place. But they effectively open up their inboxes to all kinds of requests from fans. These can be fans who have specific fetishes, who want them to wear specific outfits, who want them to video themselves doing specific things. Really, there is no limit. It's up to the OnlyFans model how far they're willing to take things in the name of earning, you know, a fair amount of money. Okay, John W. Dill, uh, <laughs> High-profile lawyer joining me out of Winter Park, Florida, author of The Method, Proven Techniques for Winning Jury Trials. He's at johnwdeal.com. John, uh, before we get ahead of ourselves, I just want to say this. The first time I ever, well, really the only time I tried to gloss over, airbrush a victim's past was a stripper. And she had been <laughs> robbed, armed robbery, at about 2 a.m. in the morning, leaving her strip joint, dressed as a cheerleader. And, you know, I didn't know how the jury was going to you know, take the victim being a stripper and 
I put her up on the stand and I asked her, oh, where are you from? Where did you go to school? Where do you go to church? I took one look over it and there was this real church lady on the jury on the front row, by the way. And she was going, mm-hmm. I finally went, okay, you know what? I said, what do you do for a living? Because I realized they could see straight through. And no matter what I said, you could tell she's a stripper, right? Right, right. Like, yeah, like you said, putting, uh, trying to put lipstick on a pig is never good. And the jury can sense things like that. I mean, it's better as you did just to be upfront about, about the reality. Well, it was at first. Okay. I tried to gloss over it. I saw that was not working at all. So in this OnlyFans model with 2 million followers or subscribers, as Charlie Lexon corrected me, and she's right, that's a lot of money. And they're paying to live in an incredible luxury high-rise. What goes wrong? How does she end up on the balcony covered in blood? Take a listen to our friends at WPLG. Detectives revealed Christian Abumseli was stabbed during an argument inside their luxury Miami apartment in April. After the stabbing, video obtained by TMZ shows Clenny handcuffed and covered in blood sitting on the floor. Clenny was not charged during the initial investigation. Detectives spent months looking into whether or not this was a case of self-defense. So to you, Charlie Langston, joining us from DailyMail.com, what do we know right now about how a 27-year-old man ends up stabbed dead in a luxury high-rise there in Miami? What we know of right now is that the two had an argument. Exactly what the argument was about, we do not yet know. However, Her lawyer has admitted that the two of them had a very tumultuous relationship. To Karen Stark joining me, New York psychologist, joining us out of Manhattan. That's Karen with a C. And you can find her at KarenStark.com. Karen, when I hear tumultuous relationship, that means one thing to me. That means domestic violence. Someone is beating someone. You got it, Nancy. I mean, think think about how much that's been in the news lately, too. You've been covering... The whole case with um, Johnny Depp, right? And here we go again with another relationship where you know that if they're talking about that kind of relationship, that kind of interaction, there's got to be violence associated with it. Something has happened. Stories with Nancy Grace. When you hear neighbors describing a tumultuous relationship, uh, that's certainly a euphemism. We immediately think of domestic violence, but all is not always as it seems, is it? In the midst of their investigation, video taken from an elevator takes center stage. Listen. The video showing a violent encounter in an elevator, and months later, the man in that video would be killed, the state's attorney says, by that Instagram model. Courtney Clenny, a social media personality and influencer, now turned alleged killer. The Miami-Dade state's attorney says this video is part of a pattern that led to Clenny stabbing her boyfriend, Christian Obamselli, to death. Well, this wouldn't be the first time that elevator video has come into play. Remember when Beyonce and Jay-Z were on the elevator 
with Beyonce's sister? Mm-hmm. Listen. Jay-Z and Beyonce Knowles Carter, the almost royalty power couple of hip-hop and R&B, set tongues wagging across the world because of this incident. Captured by CCTV cameras in an elevator at a fancy hotel in the Big Apple. All appears calm and normal until Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister, lunges at her brother-in-law. The video shows Solange, a vocal star and fashionista in her own right, punching, hitting, kicking and clawing at the famed rapper before eventually being pulled off by a bodyguard. Yeah, I love about that so much. Those are our friends at TMZ. Is that Beyonce was like, mm-hmm. You didn't see her pulling Solange off of Jay-Z. Something was going on in that elevator. But what about Ray Rice, the NFL star? Remember that elevator video? Take a listen to our friends from Daily Mail. The grainy video is from inside the elevator, showing Rice knocking Janae Palmer off her feet and into a railing. The other video released months earlier showed Rice dragging his now wife out of the elevator. Rice was arrested and charged with felony aggravated assault earlier this year, but avoided jail time by enrolling in a pretrial intervention program. In July, he received a minor two-game suspension from the NFL, a decision widely criticized, prompting NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell a month later to admit that the league needed to take a tougher position on domestic violence. So where would we be without elevator video? Remember that Ray Rice video of him abusing the victim, dragging her out by her hair? That set off a storm like no other, especially within the NFL. So Charlie Langston joining me from DailyMail.com. What does the video in this case show? Because we've got this gorgeous OnlyFans model with 2 million plus subscribers raking it in, living in this luxury high rise. She's claiming she acted in self-defense when she stabbed her lover. But what do we see on the elevator video? We see her absolutely pummeling her boyfriend. Now, this video was taken in February, so this was months before Obamsele was killed. And the video effectively just shows her punching him, slapping him, shoving him over several minutes. And from what the clip shows, at no point does he attempt to defend himself. He turns his back to her in an attempt to protect himself from her blows, but he does not retaliate. He does not react towards her in a physical manner whatsoever. After seeing this elevator video, cops then take their investigation all the way to Vegas. Listen to our friends from WSVN. An extremely tempestuous and combative relationship. The video played Thursday, showing the violent dynamics, says the state's attorney, that persisted within the couple's relationship. Clenny, the aggressor, during episodes like this one and others. Here's a Las Vegas mugshot. She was arrested in January for domestic battery. Again, her boyfriend was the victim. Okay, Charlie Langston. She, the OnlyFans superstar, pulling in a lot of money every month, 2 million subscribers at at the very minimum, $5 up to $25 a month. That is a lot of money. Why can't rich people just be happy? Uh, Charlie, (laughs) now we've got not only her beating the crap out of him on an elevator, but we also now have a mugshot out of Vegas arrested for domestic battery on the same victim, the lover, Christian. What happened there? She threw a glass at his head. It very narrowly missed. Once again, 
the two of them got embroiled in an argument and she, from what we understand from witnesses, from the police report, turned violent and started kind of, you know, going for her boyfriend and threw a glass at him, which, you know, presumably had it made contact, could have very seriously injured him or, you know, killed him. You know, uh, joining me from New York, uh, Karen Stark, New York psychologist. Karen, if somebody threw a glass at my head and that somebody was arrested for domestic battery, I think I would get the hay out of Dodge. Why do you think this grown man, good-looking guy, his world in front of him, Christian Odenselli, stayed with her? Now he's dead. I love that question, Nancy, because you see it all the time in relationships of abuse, where somebody keeps staying and you say to yourself, what's going on? And what's happening is, is that each time, and it doesn't start off that severe usually, but each time that there's an incident, there's an apology from the abuser and there's, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And the person comes back and after a while, their ego, their feelings about themselves are affected and they no longer feel like they're worthwhile or that they can live without the other person. And so they stay and they keep coming back for more. And it's not because they're masochistic. It's because they lose their sense of self. You know, um, I'm not blaming the victim at all. I'm just trying to figure out what made it so important to him to stay with someone that beat the crap out of him in an elevator and had already been arrested for abusing him in Vegas. Um, it's not the first time a man has stayed with a woman that they think is just... Uh, let me just say, got snakes in her head, just flat out crazy, and ends up dead. Take a listen to our cut 16, our friends at ABC 2020. Jody Arias had changed her story twice to, from not being at the scene at all to being attacked by two apparently professional killers dressed as ninjas. Jody Arias now had a third story. Did you kill Travis Alexander on June 4th, 2008? Yes, I did. Why? Um, the simple answer is that he attacked me, and I defended myself. She now changes the story to self-defense. It was Travis's continual abuse. And on June 4th of 2008, it had reached a point of no return. Joining me right now, Professor Forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and star of a brand new hit series on iHeart, Body Bags with Joe Scott Morgan, death investigator Joe Scott Morgan. Joe Scott, you remember the Jody Arias trial? I believe it was 29, at least 29 stabs. But I think it was more. Some experts say 31 because there were so many stab wounds, they started overlapping each other, and the medical examiner couldn't quite tell how many stabs there were. And it was capped off with her shooting him in the head and leaving his damp body to decompose in the shower. Is that jogging your memory, Joe Scott? She claims self-defense, too. Yes, unfortunately, it is. Do you realize how long I've tried to forget this case, and now you bring it up? Me too, sorry. Yeah, it, it was, you know, to say that, what Travis Alexander endured, Nancy, is uh, self-defense, the victim of self-defense. This guy walked into a buzzsaw. She stabbed him so many times, and it's not, it wasn't just the fact that she had stabbed him so many times. Remember, went to the back. She cut his throat almost ear to ear, and to be quite frank with you, he his head 
was barely hanging on. Okay. And then the coup de grace, if you will, um, she takes a pistol and shoots him in the head. And, you know, the medical examiner at that time tracked that wound. And guess what? There was no hemorrhage in that wound, Nancy. That was a post-mortem injury. And some of these other injuries were as well. This is not an act of self-defense. If somebody commits an act of self-defense, they stab the person, they shoot the person. And guess what they do? Just like you said, they get out of the way. They bail. They get away as far from the danger as they possibly can. Jody, Jody, Jody Arias, no way. That's not what happened. I will never forget the Jody Arias trial where she told the jury in the third story that it was self-defense. But it brings to mind another case where the male boyfriend ends up dead and the lover claims self-defense. Does anyone remember Shana Hubers? Remember, she was dating an up-and-coming lawyer. He was really doing well. Then, through her stalking, just like Jody Arias stalked Travis Alexander, she finds out, she must have hacked into his email, he had a date. Now, they had broken up. He had a date that night literally with Miss Ohio. Take a listen to our friends at Fox 19. Cecily Miller testified that Ubers knew that Poston was going on a date with Miss Ohio, Audrey Bolte, the night she shot and killed him. What I remember is when she shot him, it was like bang, 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 sprayed. And she then she sat there and she said, I just gave him nose job. He always wanted, cackled, laughed. And she shot him, he fell. And then when she shot him, she stood up, shot him more. Stood over him and shot him more. That's eerily reminiscent of what Joe Scott Morgan was describing. Jody Arias, after stabbing Travis Alexander 29 times, then shot him in the head post-mortem. Now, with Shana Hubers, she went on to claim self-defense. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. And she actually said in a statement, by shooting him in the face, she, quote, gave him the nose job he always wanted. Okay, Karen Stark, tall order. Remember, Jody Arias stalked Travis after he broke up with her. She would show up uh, unexpectedly the day she murdered him. She drove across, I think, an entire state, um, leaving no trail behind her to have a marathon sex session with him to basically talk him out of going on a trip to Cancun with a new date. In both of these cases, we have the woman possessively stalking the man and then killing him. And what you know from these cases, Nancy, is that they can't deal with the fact that they are going to lose him to somebody else. It has nothing to do with love. It has everything to do with, he's mine, I need him, I need to possess him, and nobody else could have him. And they will use any kind of manipulation to get the guy and then, as you can see, kill him. And not just kill him, but then after he's dead. And that's pure, just like Joe Scott said, it's so much anger to keep stabbing, shooting somebody after they're already dead. Take a listen to what friends of Christian and Sally have to say in our cut three, our friends at WPLG. 
This trio was very close to 27-year-old Christian Obamselli and his girlfriend, who they've identified as 25-year-old Courtney Clenny, an OnlyFans model and Instagram influencer. So when police reported that Obamselli was fatally stabbed by Clenny on Sunday inside their Miami apartment, the friends were left speechless. They portray a very violent relationship at the hands of only one person. I've seen her hit him. I've never seen him hit her. Straight out to Charlie Langston, joining us from DailyMail.com. She, the only fans influencer, let me say, with 2 million subscribers, insists the stabbing was in self-defense. What does she claim happened? She claims that she and Obamsele got into an argument. She then claims, Clenny claims, that Obamsele grabbed her by the throat and that she stabbed him in self-defense. She then phones the police to report the stabbing and he could be heard in the background saying, I'm dying, I'm dying, and I can't feel my arm while she simply says, I'm so sorry. Listen. 4.33 p.m. to 4.57 p.m., neighbors began calling the building manager about a disturbance at the apartment. They called, security called 9-11 at 4.46, notifying them of the disturbance. 11 minutes later, at 4.57, defendant Clenny called 911 to tell the police that Christian was was suffering from a stab wound and needed help. On that 9-11 call, Christian can be heard in the background repeatedly saying that he was dying and he was losing feeling in his arm. Defendant Clady is also heard saying, I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That's what she said as the lover is dying and can't feel his arm. She was on the phone with her mother at the time. Her mother has said that she could hear Clenny accusing Obamsele of lying. She then claims, Clenny claims that Obamsele grabbed her by the throat and that she stabbed him in self-defense. Take a listen to this. At 4.33 p.m., Christian walks into the apartment. Ten minutes later, at 4.43 p.m., Clenny called her mother. That call lasted till about 4.49 p.m., just over six minutes. At 4.49, Clenny made a second call, almost immediately, to her mother. They spoke until 4.56 p.m., a little over seven minutes. I think at 4.57 p.m., Clenny calls 9-11. To John W. Deal, high-profile lawyer, joining us out of Winter Park, Florida. You can find him at johnwdeal.com. Please, your mother is your witness. I've never tried a single person for any felony whose mother didn't sit right behind them on the front row declaring her son would never have done whatever or her daughter i mean that's of course the mother's going to say that right right i mean that's the thing she's uh she's going to say that but the concerning thing is the i'm sorry as you pointed out uh that is not in the circumstances exactly which you probably would want to hear as a defense attorney explain well as far as uh, if, if she if the girl is saying uh I'm sorry, and he's laying there dying. It doesn't sound like uh, anything other than I, that she potentially is a little bit callous about what is happening. And I 
think that's what the prosecutors could try to show. I mean, a prosecutor would have a field day if the main witness is the OnlyFans model's mother. Of course, the mother's going to lie to protect her daughter. No matter how much Courtney Taylor Clinney, the OnlyFans superstar, insists she acted in self-defense, all of Christian's friends say no way. Take a listen to our friends at WPLG. Officers say there was a struggle before Obumseli was stabbed in the shoulder. He died at the hospital. Investigators are still trying to figure out what happened and if Clenny acted in self-defense. From what we've personally experienced between the both of them, we believe that like Christian wouldn't put her in a position where she would need to stab him to protect herself. Take a listen to our friends at WSVN7. Several months later, she's a murder suspect following an April encounter. The knife entered Christian's chest in a downward angle to, to the depth of three inches. Clenny stabbed Obamselli to death at the Paraiso condo in Miami. She claimed self-defense and was not initially arrested. Defendant Clenny admitted to having caused Christian's injury. But after gathering evidence, police and prosecutors charged Clenny with murder in the second degree with a weapon. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The investigation goes forward and culminates here. Take a listen to our cut seven, our friends at WPLG. Police say this woman stabbed her boyfriend to death four months ago inside their apartment. Today, she was picked up by U.S. Marshals in Hawaii. This is OnlyFans model Courtney Clenny. She's known for her pictures and her two million followers on Instagram. But Wednesday, she posed for a very different picture, a new mugshot. She was arrested in Hawaii, facing a murder charge four months after police say she stabbed her boyfriend to death. But when they finally charge the OnlyFans star, she's nowhere to be found. Straight out to Joe Scott Morgan, professor of forensic Jacksonville State University. Could you please interpret what we are hearing, the downward angle stab three inches deep? Yeah. Yeah. What's really kind of fascinating about this is the fact that initially she said she threw the knife at him and that's what created this injury. And what a bunch of garbage that is. When the ME went in and began to examine this injury, Nancy, um, they determined that, as you had pointed out, that it's a downward path and it passed through. If everybody at home will feel their left collarbone, which, you know, medical parlance, they call it the clavicle. Feel your left collarbone. Mm -hmm. It actually clipped what's referred to as the subclavian artery. And it's one of the major arteries in your body. So when she passed through it and then drew it out, internally, he just began to spray blood all over the place and within him and externally, too. She clipped this major vessel. And the only way she could have done this, Nancy, is that she would have had to have been in a dominant position, what we refer to as, you know, essentially an asymmetrical position where she is above him and thrusting downward. If he had had a team of cardiothoracic surgeons standing over him, I don't know that they could have saved him at that moment in time. This was a fatal injury. In your uh, expertise, Joe Scott Morgan, how do you think this went down based on the angle 
on the stab and the depth? I, I think that there is a high probability that he could have been seated even, you know, because if you look at that, that image from the elevator, he's a big guy. I mean, when I saw him, I thought, my gosh, this guy's like a football player. You know, you see him and he's, you know, he's just kind of fending her off and she's tiny. She's actually in a couple of those motions. She's hopping up to try to, you know, to try to pop him and that sort of thing. She would have had to have been dominant in this. So I don't know if he was laying on the floor or sitting on the floor or sitting in a chair, but she would have had to have gone straight down in order to access that area. Wouldn't you be able to tell at the luxury apartment where the initial stab was based on the pool of blood? Uh, yeah, yeah, because that's going to be the most profound. Or he could have been leaking blood and it would have passively fallen on the ground from that point to where he came to rest mm -hmm. at that point. And if the knife is withdrawn, you're going to have also passive blood staining that's going on in other locations. And finally, where the knife came to rest, this was a six inch blade. It penetrated three inches and that's more than enough to do this kind of damage. Listen, she says he threw her to the ground, but allowed her to get up. And it was at that point that defendant Clenny went to a kitchen area the knife. As Christian sort of approached her, she threw the knife at him from a distance that she's estimated to be about 10 feet. In describing the stabbing incident, at no time did defendant Clanny claim Christian was armed with any type of a weapon. And based on the location of the stab of the wound, the medical examiner opined in other words, it was her opinion that throwing the knife from that distance would not have caused that fatal stab wound. To John W. Dill, high-profile lawyer out of Winter Park, Florida, did you hear that? The first thing she said was she threw the knife at him. Yeah. That's not going to help <laughs> in a self-defense case because why would you change your story? Absolutely not. Not unlike uh, Jody Harris, as you pointed out. Oh. The thing about self-defense is the prior statements can come back and haunt you. And the only way to many times to prove self-defense, if you can't prove it forensically, is to have the person testify. So that I would imagine that that and the I'm sorry comment are going to be really big hurdles for the defense attorney to overcome. Yeah, you're not kidding. That's never a good thing. And you're stuck with it. You're stuck with it unless you can somehow get that statement thrown out of court, arguing she didn't know her rights, that she they, she was not Mirandized. You, you can try a ton of ways to get it thrown out. I don't think it is going to get thrown out. That said, to Charlie Langston, when the murder charge comes down, the accusation, she's no longer in Florida, right? No, she was not. She was in Hawaii undergoing treatment at a rehabilitation center. Rehab for what? She was being treated for alcohol issues and PTSD. PTSD. Okay, take a listen to this. Police say this woman stabbed her boyfriend to death four months ago inside their apartment. Today, she was picked up by U.S. Marshals in Hawaii. This is OnlyFans model Courtney Clenny. She's known for her pictures and her two million followers on Instagram. But Wednesday, she posed for a very different picture, a new mugshot. She was arrested in Hawaii, facing a murder charge four months after police say she stabbed her boyfriend to death. Charlie Langston joining me, editor of female at DailyMail.com. What can you tell me about text messages that have been sent by the suspect, Courtney Taylor Clanny, the OnlyFans star, 
sent to her by her mother. In the warrant documents that were issued, it states that Plenty received text messages from her mother who was on the phone with her when part of this argument went down, saying that she should mention self-defense to the police officers and that she should not speak to any investigators without an attorney present. Wow. Okay, deal. Here you go, man. You got a tall order. John W. Deal joining us, high-profile lawyer. What do you do when your client's mommy texts, hey, try Uh, self-defense? Yet another problem there. I guess, you know, the hope would be that somehow the mom could testify to a history of of violence that she was aware of, but it's really bad when you say in the same line as don't talk to investigators that they mention self-defense. That's yet another problem for the defense. Guys, apparently this had been going on for some time. It's very difficult for many people to believe that the female can actually be the aggressor like Jody Arias or Shana Hubers. Take a listen to our cut 10. This is Shannon Ryan at Fox 7. Behind closed doors, we just started hearing uh, some shouting, yelling. Uh, We don't know who was starting what. We didn't get a lot of context. Uh, Occasionally, we would hear some glasses break and some banging on the walls, floors. Uh, Not sure, you know, who was doing it. Thursday, authorities in Florida charged Nesvisky's former neighbor, 26-year-old social media star Courtney Clenny, with stabbing her boyfriend, Christian Toby of Umseli, to death. I just want people to know that it had been going on for a long time and it definitely could have been stopped. So to you, Karen Stark, the friends know, the neighbors know, but yet nothing changed. And now a 27-year-old man in the prime of his life is dead. He's dead, Nancy, and it's just heartbreaking when you think about the circumstances. And I don't believe for one minute that this was self-defense, especially She's implicating herself. I'm not a lawyer, but she's saying, I'm so sorry, baby. And I'm so sorry that why would she be so sorry if this guy was really going after her? And also, if the guy's still alive, I would think she'd be trying to call 911 and then try to somehow stave the blood flow, stop it. Well, from what I know right now, Charlie Langston joining me, DailyMail.com. She has been extradited from Hawaii. She is back in Florida. And the victim's family is calling for the OnlyFans star to get life behind bars, if not the death penalty. Yes, they are absolutely furious, understandably so, about how this whole case has been handled. They don't understand why she was allowed to be to to be let go back in April when this you know horrific incident occurred. They are now saying that she deserves life in prison. That this was a heinous act of violence. It was not self defense. Meanwhile, she is calling for Obamselli's body to be dug up so that it can be re-examined for evidence that she says will prove this was an act of self defense. Okay, so she hasn't done enough already. Now she wants his body dug up. Joe Scott Morgan, very quickly, if this were a case of self-defense, what would you expect to find on her body? Well, you're going to have bruises on her. I found it very curious. Uh, You know, she had made mention of the fact that he had grabbed her by the throat. And many times when you see this, particularly a diminutive person where you have a big, powerful person that grabs them by the throat, you'll see an area of contusion on her throat at that point in time. Uh, Did they do that exam at that particular time? Were there any bruises on her hands, broken nails, anything like that? I'd be curious to see if they had examined her in Miami 
at that particular time. Well, she won't be on OnlyFans for a while unless she does it from behind bars. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend.